Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. And on this journey of self-mastery, we continue our discussion about releasing the old energies that no longer serve us. And today, this takes us even into blocked memories that still are held within our body and even childhood memories. My guest today is here to share with us her personal story of dredging out these suppressed memories of pain and how she transformed her life into one of great joy. Joy Baker is here with us on Quantum Conversations. Thank you, Joy, for being here, and welcome. Joy. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I had my mute button on. Oh, good. Sorry I'm about that. I'm so glad you're here. So happy to hear your voice. I'm here. Welcome. <laughs> I'm here. So great to be here, too. Well, we are going to have fun today. We're going to interact with our audience, and uh, you're going to share a little bit about your intuitive readings. You gave me an intuitive reading that was spot on, and it gave me such an incredible little shift, Uh, something about myself and uh, the way, really, that we exist on this planet And I know your readings are different for everyone, uh, but it was just so intuitive. And you did this just by looking at my photograph. So start, let's start from the beginning. You have a story of awakening. It began with a firewalk. And this was in 1994. And that empowered you so much that you literally walked away from everything on your spiritual journey. And then you uncovered some memories that were deep within you. So share this story of your awakening. Sure, I'd love to. Um, I spent the first 33 years of my life with horses. I showed horses for a while, trained and exercised race horses. And my whole whole life was, it was kind of like having two lives. 
many people might be, you know, familiar with this, almost like you've lived two lives, but it's the same life. I had this life with horses where it was just amazing and it traveled with the horses throughout North America and such. And you're right, when I walked on, it was actually my very first personal growth workshop was with Tony Robbins, the firewalk, and I did that. And I realized then that, well, and let me go back to, so I grew up with both epilepsy and a speech impediment. And kids being what they will be, you know, you talk funny, you fall down a lot, pass out, go unconscious. I got picked on a lot. I got bullied, um, became very, you know, very, very shy. And so turned to horses. Horses were my best friend and best friends. And I, I started to wake up and realize there was more to life than as much as I loved horses. It turned from being, you know, my best friends. The whole, you know, the whole world was changing, turned to more of a business, and plus my, physically it was seven days a week, I couldn't keep doing it seven days a week, and so after doing the fire walk, I realized that I had to make a big change in my life, so when I was 33, I walked away from everything I knew, I walked away from eight-year relationship, the horses, all the people I knew were on the racetrack. I walked away from that and just started over again, completely over. No idea what I was going to do. I just knew I had to start over again. And then that was in, what was that? That was 95. And in 99, 2000, I was taking counselor training. I, by that time, I knew I wanted to do something to contribute to humanity, but I wasn't. That was leaving the horse that started this whole spiritual journey. Before that, I was not at all aware. It wasn't even in my consciousness, personal growth. And so it was in January 2000 that uh, repressed memories of sexual abuse started coming up. And I it, it, I remembered for about four years, like the memories would just came in and they came in in all kinds of different, you know, uh, visual, hearing, you know, body memories, all kinds of ways. And I, you know, went through some, I wasn't going to tell my family about it, finally did after about four years, and and that was when, you know, family stuff starts, because, of course, they were repressed, they didn't believe me, so anyways, went through all that, the family trauma, but then I stopped remembering it for a while, and finally, I was like, finally, I can get on with my life, I can start, and then back in... I guess it was around 2009, 2009, or 2010, memories started coming in again. And these were memories that literally, well, in two, that spring 2010, I almost committed suicide. I was just, it was, I mean, I was so full of shame at what had gone on. Mm. And I actually finally decided, I got past the suicidal part, and then I decided, well, okay, I'll keep living. And I remember making this decision. Making the I choice. will keep living. I'm not going to commit suicide. Can you hear me okay? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I have, I, I told myself, I have no value and I have no worth. And fortunately, shortly after that, I went to a workshop and I realized that it wasn't my fault. And it was, you know, that was when I started to reclaim, okay, maybe I do have some worth and I do have some value. And then... It just, I remember for about four years, it was about in 2014, I just said to the universe, I can't do this anymore. Like, I've got to, I've remembered enough, I've gone deep enough into my pain. However, and this is for those, because I know there are people that are going through, everybody seems like 
you just start to work through something and you get to a place of peace and something comes up again and it's like, am I ever going to get through this? Is it, mm-hmm. and is it ever going to get better? It does get better. The reason I had to go that deeply into my pain, it gave me this gift. And this is how I can help humanity now and support humanity. So it was necessary for me to go that deeply into my pain, even though if it had been a conscious choice, I wouldn't have done it. Um, but it, you know, the creator always knows best. And, but now it's given me this gift to help, you know, as many as I can. And what a gift it is. It's beautiful. So you went deep, deep, deep into your pain. And you actually were aware of the chakras, our energetic centers, our interface, multidimensional interface with other realms. And you learned something about the chakras and how they can be affected by these memories. So share a little bit about the chakra work and the importance or what you did with your chakras. What did you find when you explored that? I actually, good question, Lauren. I actually remember the first time I, had, well, I became aware of energy. And I was reading the book, Question uh, Prophecy. Mm-hmm. And there was one part, I think it was actually chapter four, started talking about energy fields and that. And that from that, that point on, I was just, I'd never heard of energy fields or anything. I was just fascinated. And I had a session with my therapist at that time. At that time, I was working with a psychotherapist. And I walked in all excited about this. And so that was my first, that was my introduction to chakras. He drew, you know, drew the chakras, the colors and that. And I've been fascinated ever since. Because, one, it gives us a structure, but more than that. So you look at, you know, many, some people don't realize we have chakras along our back, the back of our spine, back of our head. So we've got actually hundreds. I just want to uh, go back a sec. So chakra can, is actually an energy center. Many people just think we have the seven main chakras on our physical body and then the five spiritual ones above our head. But we've got thousands and thousands of chakras, which really, they're simply an energy center. So energy coming in and energy um, leaving. And when I realized this, and I realized, it gave me a structure, and I realized, okay, I can go to, you know, my first chakra. That's all about family and survival. And so we're receiving, because we're always receiving. You know, we're receiving energy. It's flowing out of us, receiving, giving, cycle of life. So what happens? So we receive this energy from the universe and the collective consciousness. That processes within us. And its process is based on our beliefs, our thoughts, our feelings, our patterns, our you know, everything that's happened to us, traumas we've been through, and then that energy flows out of us. And so if we're not dealing with our inner work, how is that energy being processed? It's being processed through all our, you know, our stuck energies, our traumas and that. That's why we keep creating the same thing over and over and over again, because the energy, even if we're in different circumstances or different situations or events around different people, it just keeps processing through the same stuff. And that's what I'm doing in my, you know, the scans and the clearings. As you know, Loren, like each scan, I go through each chakra and I see what's, you know, what's going on. And then in the clearing, we just clear that out. And so there's, we, there's so many amazing healers out there. There really are. And often, though, it's about the higher realms because it feels good. And that's where we want to be. 
However, I mean, there's so many of us that have been in the higher realms and done, we feel like we've done all our work, but the same thing keeps happening, the same patterns. We, you know, go out with somebody new, but if we end up, you know, eventually the same things keep happening. And it's because our lower chakras, often it's the first, second, third chakra, really needs to be cleared out. And those survival patterns, because we all, you know, learn survival patterns growing up, need to be, you know, like acknowledged and released so that we can move forward past that and release those patterns. So the the, the chakra work, to me, it gives gives me a structure to like to follow and. I can often, I will identify, you know, there's stuck emotions, beliefs and such, and patterns, and those can be released. And it's just, it's, you know, it's so powerful. And then often if you, and a person will know, if you look at the, you know, what each chakra represents, you're, even if you're not that familiar with them, you have an idea on what, you know, what chakra will be stuck. And you can use color. Color is a vibration. Color even will move that, you know, will get the energy moving. Like if you're low on personal power, that's your third chakra, solar plexus. Get, you know, get yellow into your life. Move, you know, that that can really, that can shift a person. Mm-hmm. Even what colors we choose to wear, right? I'm a blue person. I love blue. Uh, and that has something to do with our chakras, too, in a way. And I know some spiritual teachers love violet just because it's such a high vibrating color. So I've always thought that was very interesting. Absolutely, Loren. And that's what I'll often say with clients if I'm doing a scan and clearing or working, you know, however I'm working with them. And I'll say, okay, you're... Or maybe it's the second chakra, you know, relationships, connection, and creativity and such. And I'll suggest getting orange in your life. If you can, wear it. I had one person who tie-dyed her underwear. <laughs> so it was all different colors of orange. Mm-hmm. And But whether it's your socks, your underwear, or pants, or a scarf, or a shirt, or even what I did once, I needed to get the color. It was actually orange. I just went to the dollar store and I picked up a big piece of orange, you know, orange construction paper and put that up on my wall because it's the vibration of that color that you're looking for. If you can wear it, that's best, but even just get that or food, anything like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, sweet. So if you, if you can, you know, how people will get up in the morning and they'll pick, oh, I want it, this is the color I want because it makes you feel good. That's literally you're living, you know, or listening to your body. Yes, listening to our body. And isn't it interesting, there is even the practice of eating the colors of the rainbow. That's always a beautiful thing to do. And that actually goes quantum as well. Okay, well, the chakras, that was a place where you started. And I know many people uh, have started there as well. And we know the importance of clearing our chakras and keeping them unblocked and clean. And we're going to do some scans with our listeners today, take a few live callers. But I want you, I want to ask how you, when you were in, in the depths of despair, you said you made a choice. You were suicidal and you made a choice. What happened? How did you pull yourself out of that pain? Uh 
Uh, okay. Um, actually, when I I've been suicidal before, but when twenty in twenty since you asked, I've actually never shared this before. But in twenty ten, when I came really close to committing it, and I knew by that time I'd been in personal growth for like a lot of years, and so I had fairly high consciousness and awareness. And I knew that when people commit suicide, get to that point, it's because they believe, even if there's all kinds of people around them that love them a lot, ultimately they believe people don't care. And so I knew I needed to connect to, like I knew that was what was going to, you know, prevent me from taking action. Yet I couldn't. Even though there were people in my life that cared about me, I couldn't connect. So what I connected with was the eyes of a dog. And because I love animals. I mean, I just love mm-hmm. animals. Mm-hmm. And this was, um, this was actually a dog. I haven't got one yet, but it was the rescue dog. Like I saw it in my mind's eye and a dog's sad eyes just looking to be rescued, which basically was mirroring how I felt. And I connected with the eyes of this dog, you know, in my mind, and just knowing that there was another being out there that cared. Literally, that's what kept me on this planet. And then when I went further along and I'd gotten to that point, that memory had come up and I went, I was past being suicidal. I went, okay, I'll live, but I have no value anymore. I have no worth. And when I went to that workshop, it was just a few days later, fortunately, and it was more about realizing that, I guess it was more, there was a lot of things that went on, but it wasn't my fault. I guess everything that went on I came to, it wasn't my fault. And what happened at, you know, at my core, at my soul, I am always pure. I'm always pure. I'm always light. I'm always love. Everything else is just these, you know, physical, human, ego trappings that we have. So. And you were no more the victim. You were not the victim anymore. So you stepped out of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I stepped okay. out of that. That is such a vital role for many people. Uh, that's a crucial step to realize that we are no longer victims. I myself uh, went through processes years ago, right around that 2008 year, where I realized that I was playing the victim. And that is a very empowering step for everyone to take. And so this week we've been talking about committing 100% to being in joy. And when we do that, that is where the responsibility then comes into play in every moment of our life. We begin to see these feelings that come up, these thoughts, these belief systems, which I love to call BS, And programs and patterns, we've even heard it's even entities or energetics around us, right? An energy form around us that is affecting us in a negative way. So when we commit to being 100% in joy, we can really begin to observe where we put our energy and where it shifts and how we react to things. And so I want to bring up a question from a listener who this is from Hana and she says how do i clear the anger and the grief around my heart chakra and this is common for many many of us heart walls and everything right and sorry what was her name again Hana or Hannah okay 
So, Hannah. Uh, and this, so this is for, for everybody. And the first step I would suggest, Hannah, is acknowledge that anger. Because so often in society supports us, and this is what we've been taught, if anger or grief or shame, guilt, whatever it is, it's bad. That's what we're taught. It's bad. Or ignore it or avoid it. This is when we get into busyness, you know, or something like that, or drinking or whatever it is. And anything to avoid those, in quotes, bad feelings. Instead of really, instead of recognizing, first of all, that's the emo simply an emotion. It's energy and motion. That's all it is. It's energy and motion. It's the meaning we give it. As human beings, we give meanings to everything. So, First step is to acknowledge it. Okay, right now I'm really feeling angry and I see this so often, we, especially with empaths or people who are on this spiritual path. We we say, oh, well, anger is bad. Yes, we want to stay in joy. I changed my name to joy so I could you know, learn to step Beautiful. more and more into joy. And, mm -hmm. and however, when we don't acknowledge that and when we make that bad, that is part of us. Everything, as you know, you know, everything is energy. We are energy beings. Anger, grief is simply an energy, you know, energy and motion. So acknowledge whether you're angry. And usually, and I see this all the time, it's either anger and then underneath is off grief and sadness or there's grief and sadness. And once that shifts, anger comes up. Those two often seem to be, or, you know, similar ones like layered. So it's interesting that she, you know, Hannah, you notice both anger and grief. That the fact, the very fact that you're recognizing both of those means they're right at the surface and they're there to be released. First step, acknowledge them. And then acknowledge that's part of yourself. And I would suggest honoring that. Honor that part of yourself. Because when you, that's what you're looking for. You're looking to be acknowledged, honored, seen, heard. And when you, simply by acknowledging it and honoring it, you release the hold over it. And it's simply released. And then just speaking these words, I can feel for you, Hannah, and everybody else, I can feel hearts opening. Because finally, what is our heart looking for? Our heart is looking to be acknowledged, to be seen, to be treasured, to be honest, to be cherished. So when you do that, like give that, in other words, give that anger, that grief, that part of you, acknowledgement, space, and then just allow it to be released. And then allow yourself to move into love. Okay, there's some resistance to love here coming up too. So all the resistance to love, all the resistance to feeling loved, all the resistance to loving yourself, to allowing others to love you, to cherish you, to acknowledge you, to see you, to hear you, to value you. Let's clear. You always have free will. It's your choice. Anybody who's listening. Let's go ahead and release any resistance to feeling being loved. Okay, that, okay, now that has allowed some anger to come up. Allowing the anger to come up. Acknowledging the anger. Honoring it. Allowing it to come up. Grief. Okay, now you're ready to move back into love. Okay, just take a deep breath in. Let that go. There you go. So I hope that helps a little bit, Hannah. Okay, thank you for that. Yes, you know, very vital, acknowledging it and honoring it. And even one of my core wounds personally was acknowledgement. 
even from being in the womb, was this acknowledgement. And you tapped into that in a scan that you did on me. And I just found it really so, I mean, and I had never even spoken with you on the phone when you did this. You were looking straight off my photograph. And I found it very interesting that you just picked up on something very personal with me. And it was about ego and not being too much on the ego. And yes, I've always, always been very wary of that and and cautious of that. And you picked it up. And one of the things that you said to shift me dramatically was do not you do not need to be out to save the world which I was it was like all hands on deck for ascension wake everybody up as soon as possible that still is my mission however you helped me shift it from more of a having to save the world from having to save people from the world into one that is showing people the power of love and that right there was very significant so i really appreciate that and that's the sort of shifts that you assist people in making so let's go to another question from our audience we have jenny in maryland and she asks how do i clear cords from my second and third chakras in a permanent way. And while we're asking, answering that question, let me ask, in addition to cords in the second and third chakras, how can you identify cords in any of your chakras and share with us what we do with that to cut them and seal them? Mm, great question. Uh, I actually wrote an article on cutting cords once. Um, Let's see. Well, the very first thing that came in as you asked that, asked that, Loren, and thank you for your question, Jenny. So this, of course, applies to anybody. Archangel Michael, like he came in right away. I use Archangel Michael a lot uh, during the clearings and personally. I will ask, and I've seen Archangel Michael, and he has helper angels, and sometimes he'll leave those helper angels, so... What I mean by that is call on Archangel Michael to cut cords so you can see so see that cord when somebody asks what do you mean by a cord I will say almost like a, a hose but it's a clear hose with a very very thin you know outer part and energy flowing through it so those that's how I visualize energetic cords anyways and if you need a visual there and then see Archangel Michael coming down with this you know massive golden sword and cutting those cords and cut them and cut them and cut them and cut them front and back. So you want to cut them behind you as well. You can also take your hands to cut cords. And now I have done this with people who are uh, like one of my friends who used to just be very, I learned to, I had to stop to let him, he kept coming into my energy field and I kept mm-hmm. cutting cords, and then I would take my hand, and if there's somebody you have particular in mind, take my hand and literally just push him away. And I've done this with other people, and I see them in their mind's eye receding, receding, receding. And however, sometimes, now you have to do this more than once, just like going to the gym, you don't get fit after going once, you have to do this more than once. Depending on the emotional intensity, there's, you know, will determine how many times and how long you have to do it. 
second and third chakra. So your second chakra is all about relationships, connection, creativity, sexuality. So right there, that says to me there's some... Uh, okay, Jenny, uh, what I'm getting is... Like you're, you're wanting to connect, but you're resisting connecting at the same time. This is creating some grief and there's some... Uh, yeah, there, so somebody you're connecting to, there's some uh, darker... Not... I don't want to say darker energies, tra yeah, trauma, I guess, um, that's going between you two. So my, like I said, my way of doing that is myself, first of all, using Archangel, or asking Archangel Michael to come in, cut cords, and I will sometimes ask him to leave his helper angels there to keep the area clear, keep cutting cords. Um, yeah, and somebody is corded into the back of your second chakra, and so you can use your hand, cut cords there. Uh, okay, and then, yeah, so we're going up to the third chakra. That's personal power. And it's, it's happening, Jenny, and there's others as well. When people cord into us like that, it's because we're not in our personal power. So what is personal power? To me, that is strong boundaries. So having really strong boundaries, saying this is who I am. These are my beliefs. This is what I stand for. Now, there's a crucial step. We've, what, what determines whether that's walls that keep others out or boundaries is, so often we put up walls and say, you know, I, I don't want anything to do with you. You know, stay out of my life. And, you know, and then we end up putting walls and keeping everybody out. Boundaries are more about, you know, saying this is when you, Become, have, you know, create a strong identity, know who you are, and then you say, I honor your path. That is your path. I honor that. I can appreciate that's a path you're walking. However, this is my path and I honor my path. So I allow, you know, I let you go to walk your path and I am free to walk my path, honoring both your paths. So those are boundaries. That's not, with walls, we make the other person bad. We want to, you know, cut them, you know, shove them out of our life. And then we often get into isolation where boundaries are saying, I still respect you, I honor you, I see you, but this is my path. And now I'm free to my, so what you're doing is you're freeing yourself to walk your path and you're freeing them to walk their path as well. Okay, thank so you. So that. I just want to answer, so how do we identify, you had asked, how do I, we identify those cores? Well, basically anything, uh, like as you said, Loren, if you're not feeling joyful, if you're not feeling light, if you're feeling that heaviness, you know, or anxiety, chances are you're, you know, we're, because we're constantly reattaching. We're in the collective consciousness. This is like a soup. So you can cut cords at any time. And I will often ask, call on, and I do this, I call on Archangel Michael to fill me full of his strength, courage, and power so that I feel it in my body. These are the words, so that I feel it in my body. And anybody can do this. You can even do this now. And when you stay with that and you ask Michael to, you know, so, I, so that I can feel this strength, this courage, this power in my body, you stay with that, you will feel that in your body and you will feel that power. And you can feel some uh, solar plexus powering up right now. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, just take a deep breath in. And let that go. 
There you go. And I also wanted to mention, Loren, if you want, I can also do a group clearing if we have time. Yes, I was just going to mention that, actually. Let's do that. You were also going to share with us a, a technique that you use to balance our chakras. And this is what really activates abundance and joy and all of the higher frequencies that we so look forward to connecting with. So let's do that now. We can do that in this space. Okay, okay so for the clearing, you don't have to do anything. Just relax. Any clearing that's done... By listening, whether live or on the replay, you're giving permission for clearing. However, there's something that is too challenging for the ego mind. You're conditioning to let go of it at this time. Source knows it's simply not, you you know, simply you just don't let go of it. Source always knows. Before we start, because this will actually give you a, like a physical representation of what we're doing here. Very, very simple exercise. So all you need to do is, whether you're standing or sitting, is just put your arm out to the side, so straight out, straight out to the side, your palm flat, so your palm would be facing forward. And actually, just before that, get into a place of, um, I think it was Hannah, you had mentioned anger and grief. Get into the feeling, so anybody feel, whether it's anger or the heaviness or the, like, I actually, yes, I'm asking you to get into what stuff you normally avoid. So it's that, you know, heaviness or anger or sadness or grief or, and put your arm out to the side. And then while you're feeling this, you know, let's say it's anger, put your arm back, just pull your arm back behind you, so straight, and then look behind you and see how far you're, while you're in this place of anger, the heavy, you know, the denser emotions, See how far your arm goes back. So your arm's straight, your palm's still out. And then just let that go and shake that off. Take a deep breath in. Let that go. Release that. Okay, so now let's, before I start the group clearing, now let's bring us to a place of lightness, of love, gratitude. We're going to expand gratitude, focus on gratitude, the blessings of gratitude, the blessing of, you know, just feel that lightness. And then while you're feeling that lightness, awesome. Hearts are opening, so we're all connected through heart energy, loving energy. Put your arm out again, just straight out, palm flat. And then just put your arm, pull it back, like allow it to just flow back while you're in this place of gratitude and love and peace and appreciation. And then just look and look just how much further you can see. You can see how much further now that you're in these, you know, energies of gratitude and blessing and love how much further your arm stretches back often it's like it's amazing how much further in other words when you feel the lightness in your body and we're going to go into releasing some of those heavier denser energies and then move into that just what we did there that was a microcosm of what we're going to do but i want you to get a physical representation of wow this is how it's affecting my body uh, before we start, Loren, could you feel that? Oh, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like a little okay. ripple area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, and I know it still amazes me when I do it. But if, you know, if I do it myself, if I'm feeling anger and tighten my body, you know, I go back this far. But when I completely relax and just flow, my arm, it's just like it just keeps going back. It's like a rubber band. Mm-hmm. And that's how, so 
let's go ahead and so what we're going to do here, we're doing the group clearing now. I never know where we're going or just, you know, how long this will take. So, okay, take a deep breath in, let that go. Okay, there's a lot of anger coming up. Allow the anger to come up. Okay, the anger, well, we're getting right into it. So the anger has a message for us, and this is for all of us. Live or on the replay? What's the message? Anger, ah, <laughs> following this thread, the anger is saying acknowledge, acknowledge me. I am part of you. I am wanting to be seen and heard. I've been trying to get your attention for so long. Please do not ignore me or avoid me any longer. This is a part of you that is wanting to be seen and heard. And now we are giving that anger, which throughout generations or ancestors, we have made anger bad, simply a part of you that wants to be seen and heard. Okay, we're going to go ahead and allow that to be released, allow that to flow. And when it's released, it's transmuted into light and love. So it ascends into the higher vibrations. Take a deep breath in. Let that go. Okay, anxiety is coming up. And the anxiety, it's like that triggers a fight or flight in some people. So the anxiety is wanting to run away. You know, it's more of a flight uh, that it's come up and because there's nothing to fight. We have we don't have a saber-toothed tiger running after us. And so people are in getting agitated, anxiety. So what's happening here? I just want to find out. We can So I can simply go into releasing, but it, there's, I want to find out what's going on here. Okay, fear. Okay, so let's go ahead and release the anxiety. Allow the anxiety to be released. Release agitation. Let's bring in calmness. So this is survival that's kicking in. So this is your first chakra. So anxiety, anger is coming up. It's okay. So I'm going to talk to the ego mind here. So this is the unconscious conditioned ego mind that is pretty much freaking out right now. It feels exposed. So this is your unconscious conditioning, feeling exposed, wanting to run and hide. It's okay. Just talking to the ego mind, so unconscious, it's okay. You're safe. So these are the inner child. This is the inner child within you, just wanting to know that it is safe. It's wanting to be heard. A little boy or girl inside you just wants to be heard. Is feeling scared because we have spent our entire lives, or the majority of it, trying to silence our little boy or girl inside us, our voice. And now it's finally getting a voice and it's scaring our inner child. So I'm just going to say to the little boy and girl in all of us, it's okay. You're safe. You're safe. Take a deep breath in to that feeling of safety. And allow that to go. Awesome. Good. There's some groundedness happening. Open up your chakras at the bottom of your feet. So it's like little doors at the bottom of your feet. Just see them open and allow the energy to flow through so that you're grounded. 
grounded into the strength and power of the earth. Some people are resisting because they don't want to put their what they see as their heavy energies, negative energies into the earth. The earth simply transmutes them. The earth is pure love, simply transmuted into love. The earth doesn't hold on to those heavy energies. We only hold on to them because of our story. Our story creates attachments. Okay. Take a deep breath in. Awesome. That created a really expansive energy. Now there's not deserving is coming in, and the not deserving is there's so much going on in the world, and then why would I, so some of the questions are, why should I, des- you know, how do I deserve to feel good? Why do I deserve to feel good? Why do I deserve to have this much? So then there's, so then we get stuck into lack and limitation, so then we go back to the, and we get, okay, we're getting stuck in this first and second chakra. Okay, gratitude and anger is Okay, all the ways you have gratitude and anger linked together, we're going to release this and release this association of gratitude and anger or gratitude and grief. Okay, take a deep breath in. Let that go. Okay, that brought up more anxiety again. That triggered the fight or flight again. Okay, we're going to ask, you can call it God, Creator, Universe, Buddha, Jesus, whoever you choose, Archangel Michael, whoever you choose to pray to or connect with, to activate feelings of safety, knowing that this is a kind world we live in, this is a loving world we live in, that we are always being looked after by a power greater than any of us could ever imagine. Good. Some relaxation is coming in. The little boys and little girls are feeling safe. Okay. Activating feelings of safety. Take a deep breath in. Allow that to flow through and be released. Okay, so once you're feeling safe, you know, in your first, second chakras, that takes you, this happens automatically. It's just, it's, this happens automatically, but it's like a really amazing structure we can follow. That takes us right into our personal power. So once we start feeling safe, then we can start, we feel as if we can step into our personal power, or at least access our power. Okay, there's some misconceptions on what power means. So power is bad, aggressive, dominant. If I'm powerful, I could become like those that harm others. Let's release all of that. Opening up. Okay, there's some blocked uh, third chakras at the back. Power solar plexus. So we're releasing that. Connecting you to the creative force, to spiritual power. Okay, continuing to ground. Take a deep breath in. Let that go. Okay, so now hearts are closing. And the reason hearts are closing because there's a 
I can hear the belief, if I'm in my power, I can't have my heart open. So I can only have my heart open when I am feeling, It's in other words, love and power are two distinct separate things instead of, so instead of living the power of love, we are, many of us are separating the two. I can be powerful and, you know, driven and passionate. This is where hustle, the word that comes in is hustle, and which can be very male-dominated and driven, like forceful energy almost. But then my heart, when I'm in my heart, that's separate. So, okay, and the heart, that, that causes the heart to grieve, causes the heart to, to grieve and go into sadness because the heart knows that all is one, we are all connected. So, see where we need to go here? Okay, allow the anger to come up. Allow the grief. Allow the heart, okay. So the heart is asking for the opportunity to feel as much as I can feel there's some resistance, but the heart is asking to feel this grief so that, like, be given the permission to grieve and be, and just be. Not make the grief bad or heavy. Okay, now, awesome. Now the ang, the releasing. Okay, now the power, the spiritual force is merging with the heart with the power of love, and we are becoming the power of love. Okay, opening up the throat chakra, allowing us to communicate. Okay, we're being given the message, this is for all of us, be kind to yourself. Be compassionate to yourself. Acknowledge yourself. The message is kindness for self. It starts with you first. And then you can share with others. That is the greatest one thing you can do at this, well, at any time. That is to be kind to yourself. Speak kind words to yourself. Speak with compassion, understanding, appreciation. Show yourself kindness. Even speaking about this, I can feel the power coming in. I can feel Energies, you know, body strengthening, grounding, abund, you know, expand, expanding. This is amazing. Take a deep breath in. Let that go. Awesome. Okay, so third eyes are opening up. This is your sixth chakra, brow chakra. Because when we are centered and balanced, and everything is flowing in our lower chakras, that's when we allow ourselves to vision something more. We allow our spiritual sight in. We allow ourselves to see what could be. That's opening. Crown chakra. Okay, there's some crown chakra, the top of the head. This is your connection to your spiritual guidance. For some people, there's a fear of that. Some people are very open, but there's a fear of, If I awaken and allow the spiritual messages and spiritual guidance in, I will be, there's two things going on. First of all, I will be overwhelmed with spiritual guidance. So we're going to go ahead and release the fear of overwhelm. 
Okay, take a deep breath in and let that go. And then the other one that's coming in is if I start actually listening to and hearing my spiritual guidance, then I'll have to actually take action and I'm not ready to yet. So let's clear out the fear of having to take action. Okay, there's a belief coming in. Well, if I take action, it's like it's an all or nothing. The ego loves polarity. So it's that that's how it keeps us stuck to the ego. The ego's job is to keep us safe. Same equals safe. So how does the ego, the, this is your unconscious condition, ego mind, keep everything the same? It only keeps us stuck in polarities. Either I'm doing nothing, I'm not taking action, I'm, you know, I'm just looping and looping and looping and nothing's really happening. Or everything just blows up and I take this massive action and overnight my life shifts and, and so then, and that causes great fear, so then you stay stuck. So let's release this pattern of polarities, either are, either or. It's not only happening with this, it's happening in many things, either or. Releasing now. Bringing you to the middle ground where the power lies, where abundance lies, prosperity, fun, laughter, gratitude, appreciation, inspiration, connection, friendships, love. Okay, opening up to that. Awakening to the beauty of source of love, awakening to the power of love, and that is expansive, abundant, good prosperity is flowing in, okay, there's some resistance to prosperity, let's clear that out, I don't deserve clearing, I'm not worthy, clearing, okay, there's a belief coming in, if I have, others will go without, let's clear that out. We live in a holographic universe, so what one person has, others also have. The more abundance you have, the more others have. The more abundance you have, the more money you have, the more you can contribute to society. Uh, awesome. Money bills are flowing down around us all now. In this space we've created, it's just, there's a literally an waterfall of money bills flowing down this is when you when i see this then we have allowed we've opened up and we're willing to allow the abundance take a deep breath into that abundance there's some resistance to the abundance of money however when i see abundance it's a, to me, it's a very, it appears as a very same vibration and frequency as love. I'm talking divine love, spiritual love. So whether you choose to focus on love or abundance, they're both of a very, very high frequency vibration. Good rainbow colors are coming in now. Okay, take a deep breath in. Feel the expansiveness. Feel the calm. 
the peacefulness, the groundedness, the balance. Take a deep breath in again, and you're breathing into the vibration of balance. And just release it. Okay. And just open your eyes, come back into your body, move your body a little bit if you want. And there you go. Well, there we go. As one other speaker said a lot, it is time to happy dance with that. We are full and allowing <laughs> abundance. How beautiful is that? And so interesting, the belief systems that pop up and that you dissolve. And actually, it's actually like a detox from those belief systems, clearing of those belief systems. Okay. Well, let's go to our audience and take a couple of callers. So if you're on the phone, listeners, hit star two to raise your hand. If you would like a, a little mini scan from Joy, then you can join us by web call. And that interfaces with your computer. And we can unmute you. You can raise your hand and ask Joy a question. All right. So let's go to Circleville, Ohio. The last numbers of the phone number are 6863. Hi, what's your name, please? Kimberly. Hi, Kimberly. Hi. Hi, Kimberly. Hi, Hi. I'm surprised. And how can I help you today? Um, well, um, I have so much going on. So I've been trying to find out, uh, you know, a lot of health, a lot of, issues and trauma and I've just been trying to figure out how to release all this so this has really been helpful because there is so much anger in there and feeling like um, it goes back to the womb like um, not deserving to live um, and I just don't know where where do I start with all this? <laughs> do you have any ideas? Great. Uh well, the very first question that comes up, and it's not letting me go any further till I ask this, is you mentioned Kimberly. By the way, my name that I used to be Kim, still my legal name, oh. but I changed it to Joy. So great name there. <laughs> um, so my question, and this I've actually worked with people who have been suicidal, and they've had, they don't want to live. So first of all, you have to decide to live. But So my question to you, Kimberly, is, what if you did deserve to live? Well, it's ironic because I, I was suicidal um, a long time ago because of the medication, and I knew that I did not want to do that. I would not do that in my family. And so much has happened to where it's like there's a point now where my family would be better off without me. But I'm committed to being here. But you said it differently, didn't you? You said, what would it be if I did deserve to be here? Well, you said, you you know, since womb, you you haven't been, or you felt you haven't been deserving to live. So you might want to even focus on this afterwards. What if I did deserve to live? You don't necessarily mm -hmm. need, you know, to answer that right away, but just allow that to come in because the universe, our creator, just works on that. And it's, I can feel just asking that question, Kimberly, that has, that it, your energy is expanding. 
And then, because what it does, when you ask yourself, what if I did deserve to live? It allows for possibilities. Well, if I did deserve to live, I would choose this. And, okay, I just want to go I wouldn't be so you said to the people that I deserve to live. And I wouldn't okay. be attracting more of this name that reflects that to me. Ah, great. Yeah. Great. Awesome. I would just be living. I wouldn't be trying to prove anything. <laughs> yeah, thank you. So so I, I just want to go a little further here. What came up when mm-hmm. you said, you know, proving that I, I deserve to live? For the longest mm-hmm. time, I proved to myself that I could survive. And I had to get past that to even start mm-hmm. to move into abundance. Because I've also gone through, well, two bankruptcies. That's kind of off the topic here. But, I mean, I... I spent so much time trying to prove I could survive. I was stuck in lack and limitations so strongly mm-hmm. that I went through two bankruptcies. And so this is where it's a different thing. You're trying to prove that you deserve to live. What if you just let go of that and went, you know what? I deserve to live. I yeah. deserve to live for ve- by very virtue of being here. You're going to make different decisions, choices. Yes, like I said, you're going to attract different people into your life. And I just want to, Kimberly, go to you said, my family would be better off with me. However, I've decided to stay because I know, you know, there's a reason I'm here. What's, is this your, why do you believe your family would be better off with you? If you don't mind me asking. It's too personal. That's okay. okay. Well, I was in a house that had like toxic mold and carbon monoxide leak. And so I ended up having to stay with them. And I, they actually attacked me physically and emotionally. And, um, and so, um, my stepfather even told me to hurry up and die and so I mean it, it's just but it, that is it's, it's attracting to me what I'm feeling inside what you exactly picked up on and I see it all differently um, and just knowing that I deserve would be I can allow joy and not feel guilty for it I can be okay uh, let's go ahead and release so are you okay with releasing some guilt and shame? Yes. <laughs> okay, so we're here with you, Kimberly, Kimberly and anybody else. Yeah, <laughs> we've got anybody. You. Anybody else who's feeling the guilt and shame at living and feeling like you know all those people have said you don't deserve to live or I don't deserve to live. Let's release all the guilt and shame around that. Okay, Michael's coming in again. So Archangel Michael's coming in to give you, Kimberly, all kinds of love and strength. And are you, I just want to ask you, are you living with your family now or are you on your own? Yeah, uh-huh. But, I mean, you're my like, mom is but different now. She's very supportive now. So are you, you're living with your family now? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, like I don't know Are you with your stepdad? No, he passed away. Okay. He actually was diagnosed with stage four cancer after he told me that. So yeah, guilt. Sorry, he was <laughs> after he told you that he was diagnosed with stage four cancer like a couple weeks later. Okay, so yeah, you're feeling like you caused that. So all the ways you you believe you feel like you caused his stage four cancer just simply by being in his presence and being on planet Earth, it's okay. We'll go ahead and release that, all the guilt and shame. 
grief, this part of you that simply wants to be seen and acknowledged and told that it deserves to be here on planet Earth. We're acknowledging that part of you, allowing, loving, holding, supporting, and grounding into the power of the Earth. The Earth is, this is coming up as a message for you, the Earth is your best friend. Like, you want to go hug a tree or walk on barefoot on the grass. Your earth, the earth is, the earth is loving you. <laughs> Take a deep breath in. Let that go. And I also want to release, because this is a belief you're holding on to and it's causing you grief. My family would be better off without me. Let's go ahead and release that. Okay. Are you first? Of all, are you willing to release that? My family would be better oh, yes. off without me. Oh yes. Okay. okay. So Archangel Raphael is coming in for healing. So Archangel Raphael is because you mentioned health issues. Call on Archangel mm-hmm. Raphael. He's the Archangel of healing, emerald green, mm-hmm. healing energy and light. Call on that anytime you. He's come in right now. So there's a lot of green energy, emerald green energy surrounding you, Kimberly, surrounding. All of us. A lot of healing energy coming in. And then Michael with his strength and power. A lot of power coming in. Okay, there's a fear of your own power. You are so powerful. You are so absolutely powerful, Kimberly, that you had to go through this so that you could start to step, like learn the opposite of power because you are such, this is coming in so strongly for you. You are such an amazingly powerful spiritual being that you had to learn the opposite of that. And now it's your time to step into your power. So let's. are you willing to awaken to this power? Yes. Yes, I felt that. Okay. It might be the very first glimmering of this power within you that you've ever felt, but from here you can move forward. So we're going to ask all our spiritual beings and friends to... Awaken within you, and there are others listening. Awaken the power within you. Awaken the light of that power within you. Awaken the power of love within you so that you feel that, and that is strong within you, and it's going to continue to awaken and expand and activate. And breathe in that power of love within you, Kimberly. Awesome. (laughs) Hey, Kimberly. There you go. Thanks for calling in. Oh, thank you. Bless you. Wow. Oh, Kimberly, thank you for sharing and and, uh, releasing very sensitive, touching story there. And I just want to add myself that it hurt. Those words actually hurt. The words that you just released, that you're better off with, that your family's better off without you. I caught that too, and and that actually hurt. That hurts in the heart. And so we all support you and anyone who feels this way. And um, so, Joy, what do you say about uh, the relationships then? I mean, the stepfather is on another plane at this point. And, you know, um, maybe, Kimberly, you'll have a dream of healing with him. That happened with my own stepfather. Um, But... uh, Joy, here she is empowered now, and she's going to be in a position 
to be able to set boundaries against people who maybe treat her poorly. Absolutely. And this is where I was talking about strong boundaries. And so to start, so where you are, you're coming from Kimberly and you're going to start, so start believing in yourself. So first thing I would say is choose because when we choose, it sends such a clear message to the universe. So right now, so you're going to be creating a new identity. Any, many, many other people we're creating up or building on the identity we're currently creating and choose. So you might want, you know what, I choose to love myself. I choose to believe in myself. I choose to know that I'm worthy. I choose to know that I am deserving. I choose to know that I am enough. I choose to know that I have got skills and talents and gifts that I'm not even aware of right now. Like, just start choosing. Because even though it sounds simple, when we choose, so it's the start of creating strong boundaries. When we choose, it sends a clear message to the universe and like you said, those people who have come into your, you know, all they've been doing is they've been aligning with and resonating with your belief as you, you know, Kimberly, mm-hmm. I don't deserve to live, former belief. Mm-hmm. Now, when you choose differently, those people might come in. However, if they do come in, you know, come into your awareness, because you have to, you know, want to keep releasing this, then you can go back, you know, what, what am I choosing? Do I choose to believe them that say, that, you know, I shouldn't be here? Or do I choose to know that I am enough? Do I choose to know that I am love? I am loved. I, do I choose to know that I am worthy? Simply, if we had, as, as humans, if we had any idea of the miracle we are, we wouldn't even question mm-hmm. ourselves. So, yeah. yeah, just build, you know, start to build those strong boundaries by choosing and Often we don't even think of choosing because we're so used to letting life take us wherever we might or feeling helpless. Well, you're not helpless and you can choose. So start choosing and from there create, you know, who you are, your identity, your, you know, value that and create those strong boundaries. And remember at the same time, honor their path. That was your stepfather's path. And Mm -hmm. for whatever reason, he led that role and you know, and then he had to ascend. But what I can say, because I can see it, he's looking down on you with love. You're not, now, when somebody leaves this planet, you know, this earth, goes up above, and we still have stuff to clear. We can still, the emotional cords can still be attached. However, when those emotional cords, so they're in a state of love, but we're in our human body, our ego, our story. So as we release these emotional attachments, then we can feel the love from the people that have passed and realize that they are actually there to, you know, here to guide us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know it's all been for a reason. And uh, mm-hmm. I feel like there's going to be a connection there. Like Loren said, Loren, I love you so much. I'm oh, so thank you, Kimberly. Big hug to you. We're all feeling that and we are all supporting you. And uh, it's such a beautiful process to witness you go through even though it was so touching so thank you thank you thank you thank you Kimberly actually with your vulnerability 
thank you for your vulnerability. With your vulnerability, Kimberly, I just I can feel all these hearts have opened up. And because mm -hmm. of you know your sharing to that depth, it's like we're all now connected through our hearts. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. I can feel thank it. You. Yeah. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Mm, beautiful. You know, this pain that we carry, this this 3D realm, really does pack a doozy, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, okay. So it's our journey, though. We, we go on. It. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Before we go on, Loren, because you, as a host, and you have been for many years of this show, you support millions and millions of people and inspire millions and millions of people. So I want to ask everybody who's on this call. Let's send some love and blessings to Loren. Because when we send it to Loren and we embrace Loren in love, we not only do we support her mission, we also support ourselves with love because we get that love back. So let's support Loren and just embrace Loren in the beauty and power of divine love. And Loren, you, all you need to do is receive. Wow, that is beautiful. I want to thank everyone mm -hmm. because as this love comes from you to me, I amplify it back through my high heart, my sacred heart, to all souls who hear this message and beyond. Powerful. And I appreciate you, each and every one. Thank you. Thank you for that joy. Well, we have um, some people who are experiencing things with their family and, um, again, more abusive mothers and parents and relationships. And that's really what you and your scans help do. So I want to take a moment now before we go to our phone line to another caller. And I want to have you share more about the scan that you offer. Um, you've got a couple things here in your special offer package. One is the digital downloads for ascending through the chakras. This is a big program for them to experience with their chakras. But then the scans that you offer, it's pretty much what you did with me, but there's two different levels for those. So talk a little bit about that first. Okay. So, yeah, the first package is, this is actually a really, yeah, this is a deep package and intense. Go through all the chakras, so the seven main chakras and the eight chakra. The eight chakras are first spiritual chakras, so it's anywhere between six inches to 12 or two feet above our above our head. And it create, um, contains any uh, karma, like karmic residue, past lives that haven't been cleared, you know, from going on up from your first chakra. So I went usually, I went right into that eighth chakra as well. And because they're all individual, you know, the first, and they're all 20 minutes or even a little bit longer. So there's a lot, and they go right into the clearing. And so there's a lot of clearing in these. And you can choose, I would suggest, listening to them right from the first chakra on up to the eighth and then go to whatever one that you, you know, you want after that. And that's such a powerful program. I mean, imagine having that to listen anytime that it's just, you know, you just got a taste of it in here. And then we've got the bonuses, uh, you know, father clearing, father issues, mother issues. And I included those because that's where it all starts. Our mother and our father are primary caregivers. It all starts from the moment of conception. 
And so that was just some extra support there. And then you talked about relationships, clearing and activating for healthy relationships. That's another bonus. So again, baggage from, you know, we're clearing baggage from past relationships. And then uh, I love doing money because, like I said, I've gone through two bankruptcies. So I'm very familiar with lack and limitation and the shame around that. And, and overcoming belief systems within you, I, poverty consciousness exactly. within you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I really, and that didn't shift until I really started to value myself. Like I really owned my value and I owned my gifts. And Uh appreciation was a huge part of that. You know, start appreciating everything in that that shift. So this one is, and I think it's around 25 or 27 minutes. That is a really comprehensive package. And yes, then we go into the scanning clearing. And so this is, we've talked about that. All I need is a picture and just a picture like of the, of the face, eyes clearly. And because we all have, you know, we all know the subtle bodies that surround us, like our, some people call it the aura, that contains our energy signature. And it's, it's always in our, it's always, say a health condition, it's always in our aura or energy bodies first. And then it, you know, um, manifest in the physical body. So we're looking at that, We, meaning me and my guides, of course. And so we're just looking at that. And like you've talked, Lauren, you know, what, you know, whatever comes up, patterns. Uh, one thing I can say, if you're stuck in any kind of lack or limitation, you know, around finances, that's not enough. That is all, you know, that's not enough is one of the core beliefs. So we look at a lot of core beliefs. And then the clearing. So with the scan, what we'll do, I'll connect, I'll take some time, connect first, and then I'll start to take notes. So we go through just a general energy field first, and then each chakra, the first, you know, the seven main ones. Then that's recorded, that's put in the audio, that's the scan, and then we record the clearing, and the clearing is just whatever comes up at free time, or, you know, real time. And it's just, we just keep clearing. So it's based on the scan, simply by acknowledging energy is already released. And, and I've had people with the, especially with the clearing, they're listening to it six times in a day or have it looping all night long. And, you know, that just keeps clearing out energy. And then the third option is, uh, yeah, you've got the third option here. And that is a approximately 30 minute session. It's, you know, Skype or we can also, depending on where you are, we can also do it on the phone. But with Skype, we can see each other. And that's just you come to the table with one issue. If you're not sure, I've had people come to the issue, you know, table or come to the call very, uh, very vague. And we just, I'm able to, you know, narrow it down, focus on the priority, the one that needs to be cleared first. And we just do a really focused clearing in that time. And it's amazing how much we can shift. So those are the three options. Okay, beautiful. Available on the special offer link on this webpage. Check that out. Well, we have time for a few additional uh, mini scans. And again, I'm using my intuition as well. And there was no mistake that we called on Kimberly first. And it was not Mm -hmm. planned or figured. So let's go now to um, North Hollywood. Last number or number, phone number ending in 8097. Hi, you're unmuted. What's your name, please? Hi, it's Alexandra. Hi, Alexandra. Thank you. Hi, for Alexandra. Calling. Thanks for calling in. 
Thank you. So how can I support you today, Alexandra? Um, uh, I'm, my God, I'm so blocked. I'm supposed to be like really out there in the world and doing things. And I'm just, I'm just getting, I, I have to get angry. Actually, being angry was like an up from being a nothing. I was just cruising, um, just trying to survive. You know what I mean? As opposed to creating, so apparently my my sacrum, my sacred chakra is totally block blocking my creativity and my power, and um, very abusive, violent father, and then abusive husband, sexually abusive and emotionally, and um, I had a stillborn child, and. Uh, I'm just remembering it now that I had it. I didn't know how bad it was that it blocked me. And um, and then I had a very violent marriage. So I was, like, beaten down. And, um, and I'm just really getting in touch with how it is sitting on, on me like a, like, a, like a cloud. You know what I mean? So can you remove that or, or go do a scan? Okay. Um, so you're, you're talking like past tense. It sounds like you're on your own now and you've left this marriage and now you're oh, on I've, your own just working on yourself. Oh yeah, I've been on my own for, what, 15 years now, <laughs> but it's, especially the, the death of a child, I just shut it out by just going out dancing, basically. If I danced hard enough, I, it would go away. So I never really dealt with it, and I, you know, usually pray for my son. And uh, but it's really coming up like what? Because now I can't have any more children, so I missed at the boat on that one. And um, so it's just coming up. My son died in '85, so that's how long ago it was. But I. So this was, was your stillborn child. Yeah, it was. It was a full pregnancy, a full term. And uh, when he was born, he was dead. He didn't breathe. And my and my husband told me afterwards that he really wanted the baby dead. For some reason, it was a threat to his freedom. Mm. And he he won. So your your husband said he he told you that he wanted the baby born dead, and because it was a threat to his freedom, and he feel like he and then he felt like he won because your son was born dead. Yeah, he told me this years later. He told me that he wished him dead the whole time I was pregnant. And uh, actually, he wanted an abortion before I, and then I chose to keep the baby. So years later, he told me that he wished the the baby dead. And then um, after I had the baby, he told me that he couldn't make love to me anymore because I'm ugly. And that was it. Okay. Ended up. And then he committed suicide later. So. Oh, he can, oh, that, okay. That's how you, the marriage ended then. Was how your husband committed suicide? Oh, no. I threw him out. And then he committed suicide on his own years later. Okay. So first of all, Alexandra, thank you for sharing all that. Just take a deep breath in. Let that go. And, okay, first of all, we need to release your, 
So what you're saying, you've got looping, you know, by looping I mean in your unconscious it's going 24-7. It's my fault. It's all my fault. So basically everything. You're not putting a filter on it. You're just saying it's all, like all the trauma and abuse in the world is my fault. All the trauma, you're just saying it's my fault. And this started... uh, uh, this is part of your uh, lesson, like your not your lesson, but your divine um, uh, gift, because this started actually preconception and getting. So not not started, but the gift. Something about that. Okay, are you willing? Are you ready to release? It's all my fault. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Part of okay. So. Well, let's release that because only part of you is. Part of you wants to hold on to that. So why do you want to hold on? I'm asking my guides. I just want to go in here. Why do you want to hold on to, uh, it's my fault. Okay, so you want to hold on to it's my fault because, well, it keeps you playing small. And as long as you're small, you want to stay, you you bleed, you're, you're safe. So... The part of you that doesn't feel safe, and this is why you talk about moving the creativity, though we'll go into that in a different area as well, but you talk about moving the creativity. We can never move into creativity if we're not feeling safe. So part of you, because once we become creative, then we start taking action, we start living larger, seen, heard. So the part of you that does not feel at all safe because you believe it's all your fault, so you don't even feel safe taking any kind of action or even believing in yourself. First, okay, first of all, let's acknowledge that part of yourself that feels very, very unsafe because it just wants to be seen and heard, that little girl within you. Okay, take a deep breath into that. Allow yourself to be seen and heard. Now let's release the... It's a need to stay small because you believe that's the only way to stay safe. I'm also working in the field, releasing energy within you. Okay. Alexander, take a deep breath in. Let that go. Okay, your your son that was stillborn, this is same as a miscarriage or any kind of energy like that. What this is representing now in your life, and it's the reason you're feeling so blocked, not ready, able to take action, is because it's the same energy as an idea. So we get ideas, and very few of us will carry them, you know, all the way through. Even if it's an amazing idea, we kept getting, you know, keep getting over and over again. We feel blocked. There are, and when we have a child, whether it's stillborn in your case or miscarriage, it's like you have this same energy, you know, same energy. You have this, because it's creation. It's all about creation. So you are creating life. You are giving birth. And all of a sudden it stops. So now, energetically, what's going on? Why is bother, you know, why even bother trying? Because I'm only going to get so far. And then you either self-sabotage or somebody's going to come in and slam you down, take it away from you. So you're going, why even bother Trying. I'm, we're moving energies. I'm going along here, Alexander. I'm not just talking, but we're moving energy as well. So, okay. okay. Trauma. Okay. So there's the, the the trauma, and it's all my fault around your son that was stillborn, and then 
and then there's absolute rage coming up when your ang when your husband told you that there's absolute I mean massive rage. However, you shove that down again to survive, and then okay, so you, the marriage ended, and then the husband commits suicide, and then you go right back into it's my fault. Okay, we're clearing this. Okay, releasing, just allow allow the release. Breathe into that, allow the release. Anger's coming up, trauma. So actual trauma, threads of trauma are being released. And that is allowing for, so trickles of love, pure divine love coming in, because it's love that is going to heal you. So... This is, okay, so you're being asked, Alexandra, and actually many others, to connect with your inner child. Connect with little Alexandra, and it's time for you to build the relationship with that beautiful little girl within you, and to love her, and to show her compassion, and acknowledge her and understand her, and be there for her. It's the one thing that is going to heal, heal you so that, and allow you to move forward. Okay, take a deep breath in. Let that go. Okay, and I just want to keep going. So what's been coming in also, right from the very beginning when you mentioned it, was your son was not ready at this time to come into this planet. Not with this consciousness, that's a message for you to let you know, Alexandra, that he wasn't ready. So it's not about it's your fault, anything like that. He was not ready to come into this consciousness and vibration at this time. Okay, let's release. But it had to be my fault. Release that. And then you're angry at your, okay, so now you get angry at yourself for dancing. And the reason is because, so... And this is blocking you now because what's dance all about? Dance is about flow, movement, creativity, expression. So what you were trying to do with dance was express yourself, to release, to move. That was actually, in fact, intuitively, that was a great expression. However, you've got it linked up now to shame because instead of what you believe, I should have just dealt with this and done this and that and gone into the pain and everything else. So now, because to you at that time, you use shame as an escape, you, or sorry, you used, actually, that's because shame's coming up. You use dance as an escape. There's a lot of shame there. So that's all the shame around dance because it's such a beautiful form of expression and movement and a way to release so much. Let's release this shame around dance. Good. That re- okay. That that release some. Okay. We're going to ask Source to continue to release this shame around dance, so that you can feel free to go out and dance and feel free to express yourself. Freedom. We're bringing in the energies of freedom, activating freedom within you. Okay. You don't feel safe with the energies of freedom, so we're activating freedom and safety together. Okay, take a deep breath in and let that go. Okay. How are you feeling, Alexandra? 
Oh, you were so right on the nose. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I haven't done since. So you're right on. I have. I can't even go to a club like you know these dance places, and I didn't realize why. Um, can you clear another shame thing? Like after the the dead baby, I I got pregnant again, and I thought maybe the soul wants to come back again. But then he really didn't want the baby, so we did have an abortion. So I have a, a thing about that. that I had a, a dead baby, and then I had an abortion. With the baby wanted some another soul wanted to come to me again, and I killed it. I had that shame. How can you clear that shame? And I knew it was a girl, and I she even has a name. So okay. could, so yeah, thank you for sharing that. This is this is that she really out again. Just let's go to the energy of this. This is shame around creating. Uh-huh. So, so all the shame you feel around creating, and you're going, I'm not worthy. I am not worthy of creating. Really, what you're this is what you're saying. So I'm just going to follow your ego mind here. What you're saying is, really, I shouldn't even be here. So. I mean, creating is out of the question. So you go into creating, whether it's another physical life or it's an idea or, you know, any 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 kind of creating or expression, you go into huge shame. So you've got creating and expression linked up with shame. So all this shame around the abortion and the choice of abortion and creating. Clearing that out. Okay, so you're being asked to uh, do a like a uh, a healing or a, uh, <laughs> the word is not coming to me right now um, to, uh, with both your kids. So just do some kind of. Um, where you're, you know, you're releasing the shame and bring in love. So bring, you can do them both to, you know, both your daughter and your son together or separately. And so go into your son, speak to your son and tell him everything, you know, I'm sorry, this, whatever comes from your heart and allow that all to be released and then bring in, you know, divine love, source love, God's love, whatever you choose. And just bring in pure, blissful love and surround your son, of course. This is your scene in front of you, visualizing it. Just surround your son in the, in the purity of this love. Because when there's that, he is that strongly embraced in the purity of love, everything else is like all shame. It's my fault. All that is just gone. And do the same thing with your daughter. Okay. okay, beautiful. Alexandra, we hope that helps, girlfriend. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. That was so beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Thank you for your, vulner- mm-hmm. thank you for your vulnerability, Alexandra. That definitely helped us all. Mm-hmm. Yes, and so thank you, Joy, for showing us how to dive deep. You really do just go right in there and get to the point and then assist with the shift of that energy. 
So thank you, thank you, thank you for this. We know it helped many people, lightening our hearts. Love trickles in when we allow it, and let's let it pour in as much as possible. Love will heal all. Love is all there is. Joy, as we say goodbye today, I want to thank you for this. We see how you work with your sessions. They are very advanced and in-depth and lengthy as well. So I thank you for that scan you did on me and helping our listeners today on a group level and individually as well. Anything you'd like to share as we close? Well, I want to thank you first, all, Loren, for having me on your show. And, yeah, what I want to share is be kind to yourself. That's the greatest thing you can do is, first of all, be kind to yourself. And you know what? I what if we all imagined this world as everybody, you know, full of love and kindness, and we all imagine there's so much going on in this world? What if instead of focusing on it, it's not about, you know, shoving it out or being, you know, avoiding it. It's about what we focus on. What if we focused on a world full of love, of beauty, because there are amazing people out there, and there are so many kind acts being done right now. What if we all held hands and hearts and we focused on this world of of beauty and love and peace and gratitude and appreciation and abundance and we just kept focusing on that more and more and more and more because love expands so let's all let's leave with that just all focusing on a world that is just connected through love and beauty and kindness and gratitude and compassion and abundance Beautiful. And most of all, be kind to yourself. There you go. Most importantly, be kind to yourself. Yes. This is New Earth. This is our vision of New Earth. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Joy Baker, for this quantum conversation. Now it is time to dance our way to the cosmic heart. Let's just have a little fun with these artist renditions of songs of love. Do, 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 do